I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I am Sean, I'm your host, and I'm alongside my beautiful wife, Alexandria. How are you, baby? Hey, babe. Hey, everyone. Yes, happy to be back on another episode. Mm-hmm. We actually have Savina sitting in my <laughs> lap right now as we record. She's yes. just, she's such a people person. She's just she a is. little lap doggy. She just, she gets mad. When <laughs> you don't her, let her sleep on your lap. <laughs> yeah, if you put her down and have to do something, she'll literally destroy everything. Um, of course, she's a puppy, but she destroys everything. You pick her back up, and she's happy again. She's right back to sleep. Yeah. She just wanted to go to sleep all the time. <laughs> Which is funny, because actually, sleep is what we're going to be talking <laughs> about today. And when Sean told me that we were talking about sleep <laughs> on this episode, I said, and what part of it? Us not getting any... Grace and sleep, which part are we talking about here? Um, so it was pretty funny. But. Because our sleep is definitely affected by. Oh, yeah. It's like we have a newborn. Him. We have a newborn. And the dog and everything else in life. Yeah. But we have not just a newborn that doesn't sleep. We have a newborn that can move around the house and destroy everything. At least when you have a newborn, you're just not sleeping. But you, they stay where you put them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they can't walk yet, right? No, like. Can't even roll over. Uh-uh. So it's totally different. But Me- Meanwhile, this pup can do, like, everything. Yeah, but we're not going to complain because everybody thought we were crazy for getting a puppy, so we tried not to complain. So <laughs> it's going great. No, but she is a great dog. Yeah. We've taken her out a bunch of times uh, mm-hmm. to my parents and all, and yeah. um, she did great. Mm-hmm. She was actually... She's actually more well-behaved there than she was at home. Yeah, and I think now that tells you she's, she's comfortable at home. She knows her home, and she knows when she's not at home. So I think that's a good sign, actually. And we told her that she had to be really good in case we ever, you know... Need grandma and grandpa to, to babysit her. Yeah, we were like, you need to be good. Like, these are the sit. people you need to be good in front of, or they're not going to watch you, ever. Like, so we don't know if she's just faking it or not. <laughs> So yeah, we're talking about sleep on the uh, episode today. We're gonna run through like some recommendations for sleep. Talk a little bit about you know Grayson and you know some of the challenges we've had with sleep regarding him. Because mm-hmm. um, that's always been a challenge we've had with him, and you know it's manifested itself in different ways throughout the years. But yeah, it's and- been a challenge in terms of like routines and what he needs to sleep he's yeah. a good sleeper he sleeps and i do well, want to like but... touch on like in the beginning because you would never ever if you saw how grayson slept the first two years of his life never ever think that we would have ever had a sleeping problem and we full-fledged have a sleeping problem but we'll get more into that we'll kind of start just from the beginning um he slept a lot and he slept great he was um, such a good sleeper. He wasn't up a lot of the night when he was a, little, a baby and all. No, like, you, we would put him in his crib or, like, well, he was in a bassinet for a while in our room. But when he got into his crib, we would put him in the crib wide awake. We would put him in, and he would just lay down and go to sleep, and we would just shut the door. And I remember when I went away with him on vacation with one of my girlfriends and, you know, her child. 
um, I had walked upstairs in her house and put Grayson down, had the camera on, and she's like, that's it? Like, you just walk him up there and he, you just put him down awake? And I was like, yeah, he'll lay down in a minute and go to sleep. He never stays awake. And she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I spoke too soon. And then that went on. It was great. And then I had to go away. My cousin's, uh, my, my cousin was getting married and his fiance was having a bachelorette down in Key West. And I actually said no um, at first that I was not going to go because I didn't want to leave Grayson. Everything was going so good. And I was like, I don't want to leave. Everything's going so good. I don't want to change anything. Sure enough, I go. And everybody says that it has nothing to do with what happened. But I 100% know that it did because I literally left on a Thursday, came back, and he never had a problem. Left on a Thursday, came back on a Sunday, and he never, ever slept through the night again, and he never slept in his bedroom again. Um, and I don't know yeah, what I... He, he slept in his bedroom. Okay, that. I'm sorry then. Yeah, everything just goes into but, one another. So, but yeah. he was, yeah. You're right, and then he eventually days, just he recently came in into our room. But yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, and but it I was felt, still a problem to get him back. Yeah, it was horrible. Like I was like, and I was like, okay, I guess we just kind of reversed things, you know. He was yeah. great in the beginning, and now it's horrible. It was my fault. It was just. I let tough. him. Sli- I let him sleep in bed in our bed one night. Yeah. When she was gone, and uh, that turned into then causing a problem that he Good. wasn't so when sleep you say, in our bed. You say you miss me in bed. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that. That didn't stay like that. We yeah. got him back in his room. But things have changed many times throughout the years to get to where it we did. are right now. So. It did. So, all right. Like, number one on my list is setting up a bedtime routine, um, which is actually something that helped us a lot. Yeah, and he was great with he, it. He got a lot. He His sleeping patterns and... Going to sleep it's like a piece of cake. got much better when we started the bedtime. Remember when we, when we started it? What I don't even remember the whole thing, but I remember. I all I remember is saying after two nights of like doing this routine without like really planning or thinking yeah, about it. Like I was it. like, yeah, uh, we, you know, took his iPad away. We then you know a little bit later we put him in the bathtub. We then brushed his teeth, you know, he had a whole, we got him dressed, mm-hmm. got, it was a whole, you know, routine in the same order. Yeah. We put him in the bed, out right away, within a couple minutes. Yeah. Out, deep sleep, everything. And then, like, after two days, I'm like, oh, crap, like, that makes so much sense. All right, like, we got a routine for him now, and, like... I said, I was like, we're doing this routine all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it also included Epsom salt baths. Yeah. Uh, with baking soda, mm-hmm. which is something the biomedical doctor you. actually said. Yeah. And it's good for anybody, adults too. Like yeah. It's clean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's like a detox. Detoxifying. Yeah. Um, Very relaxing. Calming, stuff like that. did a lavender, that. so it was nice. But what happened with that was he started drinking the water and I was like yeah that's not safe for you to drink water with Epsom salt so I was like we, I gotta stop this right now um and I haven't gone back to it just because like you know I'm afraid it's gonna burn his eyes he does touch the water and his eyes a lot so we just haven't gone back to that but you know he was doing great yeah. still without that yeah. I mean he still maintained that routine um and it was like clockwork I mean he got in the bath he wouldn't even walk like our bathroom is right by our living room so 
it's like a foot away, he would not even walk into the living room at all. It was like down the hallway to the bathroom. That's it. Back to the bedroom. Um, yeah. It was just so routine and so perfect. Yeah. So, like, some things about, like, a bedtime routine, like, it's good to get them away from stimulating activities, you know, a little while before you start their bedtime routine. Um, so, you know, for some kids, that may be turning the TV off, taking an iPad away, you know, doing some, I mean, you could do an activity or something like that, but something like that's more them. calming, like, yeah. uh, you know, some, some suggestions could be, like, coloring, reading a book together, mm-hmm. different things books like that. Anything that's um, a little, like, less stimulating. I love the book because I feel like, you know, they can stay up for a little while, but they can lay in bed and relax um, and probably fall asleep during, you know, yeah. that reading. So. You know, another thing, you t- you always want to, like, give them a warning of, say, hey, Clock, bet, you know, we're gonna start bedtime routine in thirty minutes, mm-hmm. or you know, bedtimes in thirty, whatever, you know, whatever you choose to say, but like giving that warning, and then also, you know, especially particularly in the beginning, like giving visual cues. Um, you could kind of use like something like a PEX card type stuff yeah. um, to kind of like st- almost like storyboard it. So like, okay, like you know, first we're going to. I don't know, read a book, mm-hmm. and we're going to take a bath, and we're going to brush our teeth, you know, whatever your, the routine is that you're going to use, you know what I mean, right. have, like, pictures of it, so they know what to expect and what's coming and what's expected of them, and it kind of just keeps them a little bit calmer and makes things a little mm-hmm. bit smoother, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, moving on, set regular and appropriate bedtimes. Yeah. And this is something that I know me and Alex, we debated about for a long time when we, we first did. became parents. Oh my parents. God, do you remember <laughs> we would like argue about that, remember? Yes, a lot. See, Alex is more of a night person and not as much of an early morning person. Yeah. Um, not that she can't get up in the morning. I can. If she needs to or wants to, but... Yeah, like I do it. She prefers to stay up later and sleep long, I do. later in the morning. Mm-hmm. So... So, like, for her point of view, the later Grayson got to stay up, the later she could stay up and subsequently then also sleep in the morning. And so would he. And Grayson slept very well. Well, because he would sleep. Well, in the mornings, even when he was a baby, I mean, he would sleep till, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I mean, it was great. And I was like, this is perfect. So, back then, though, he was a baby, so that was different. But then, yes, I did say that because, you know, Sean was working at the time, and I was with Grayson all day. And we had our challenges at that time, like a lot of challenges. We were not in biomedical treatment. And I just really needed to, like, rest. I'm going to say it. Yes, I was a parent, but, you know, when you are dealing with a special needs child and you're doing it on your own and, you know, your husband's working, it's hard. Um, So, yeah, and, you know, even at night, like now, like I like to stay up late at night. Well, not really since we've had the puppy. It's really difficult. Um, but I like to stay up late at night. It's the only time I don't really get any interruptions. You know, if I want to watch a show or something, I'm sure you guys know, you know, your child's sleeping, so you can literally get through an episode, um, and it's nice. So I take advantage of that time. Um, you know, if Sean's not here, absolutely, I would be up. But sometimes Sean's, you know, like, God, you want to rest? I'm like, you sure? Okay. 
and we try to meet each other halfway. You yeah. know, it's it's um it's always sure okay. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like we had a little difference in like points of view because I was working, I was getting up earlier to go to work, and like. Putting Grace into bed at eleven o'clock at night was like, all right, well, good night. I'm going to bed with him. Like, mm-hmm. there was no. So, time. like, in my my perspective, it was, you know, we're I'm getting up so early in the morning for work. Like, you know, can't we get him to bed a little earlier, even if he wakes up a little bit earlier, and then you know we can spend some time together after he goes to bed. Like, I remember being like, no, Sean, know. you're working. I'm the one dealing with. It. <laughs> You know, because I hear, you know, obviously you hear neurotypical parents always talking about, like, you know, different things. And, you know, oh, my kid's in bed at 7.30 every night. Like, sleeps till 8 in the morning, 7 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a challenge. But, you you know, setting a consistent, regular bedtime is important for everybody, not just kids. I mean... Yeah. They say you get better sleep and you're more productive when you have a consistent time. You go to bed every night, whatever yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Uh, next we have set up healthy sleeping associations. And this is something that we haven't always done well with Grayson, I can tell you. Not with us either. I mean, you really want to disconnect from screen time. You want to cut it off at a certain time. Um, a lot of people do the UV, you know, sunglasses at a certain time so that they can kind of start calming their brain down. And I think, honestly, that's always been a really big issue for me, even before cell phones. Um, and that's why I would be up a lot of times at night when I was even yeah. younger, was because I just, I could not stop thinking. I could not calm myself down. Um, it would take me hours and hours. So that was, that was the biggest challenge for me. Yeah. And that's what I still carry. I mean, we had some issues with Grayson partially because we had to bring Grayson into our bed because we only have a two bedroom house and the only place the dog, when she started to get sick and older and couldn't do anything was sleep in his bed because it was, you know, only six inches. Yeah. It was only like six inches off the ground. So, his, you know, his sleep association became our bed. But even then, so, when he did sleep in his bed, he was up numerous times a night. One of us was, yeah. and it was a lot of times Sean. And, you know, and the therapist now, listen, I was always against Grayson being in our bed. And it never happened until he, right before he turned five, um, because of the dog. And I had to make that judgment call. Do you know what I mean? And I just felt like it was safer. And I thought, okay. We're going to be moving soon. We'll get him a new... He'll have a new room. He'll be excited to get back in. This will be no issue. Um, we haven't moved yet, but it's... He was still waking up numerous times a night. He never was... He was not sleeping through the night at all at that point anyway. And now, like, even the therapist, they'll say, you know, it's a really bad idea for him to be in bed right now. Start moving him back. And I'm like, number one, he has a toddler bed. And it's just not big enough for him. Like, he he needs... a at least a twin or I mean really he needs like a double bed this kid's all over the place and he's tall like I'm 6'3 and I didn't have anything <sighs> bigger than what is it a twin a twin bed I know and I didn't have until a twin. I was like uh, I had a twin too 20 freaking same. five same same but I, I wanted <sighs> to you know that was I hated that too 
having a twin that that long. That's a long time. You know what I mean? And you had the long twin. I didn't. I had the short one. Well, yeah, that is true. I did have a bigger. Yeah, you did. I had the short one. It was horrible, and I I always wanted a bigger bed. So, he needs a bigger bed. He he just doesn't have room in that bed. That bed it was like perfect for our dog, and that was it. Like, so that's a problem. Um, and he used to sleep on the floor all the time in there. Remember, he would never sleep in the bed. He would sleep on his Mickey couch. Mickey every couch night. on the floor. Every single night. Well, he wanted to be with somebody, laying yeah. with somebody, and we couldn't. Well. Alex might have been able to fit in the bed, in the but bed. I couldn't fit in the bed with him. I used so. to sleep in the taller bed with Savannah. And that was tough. Like, I was sleeping half on the floor with my, like, shoulder and head up on that bed trying to get him to go to sleep, and, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, I know. And that's, and that's you know, why I haven't gone back to it, because we need to sleep. And if that means putting us, Grayson, in our bed right now, until we move and he gets a new room and all of that, then that's just what it is. You have we, you know, you have to choose your battles in this. And I would rather be able to stop the headbanging again that's been going on okay. and those kinds of behaviors rather than like putting so much focus right now on where he's sleeping because that's probably just going to make the yeah. behavior worse. I mean, sometimes you just got to pick your pick what you're going to do, yeah. what's most important at the time, and then go yes. from there. Definitely move on to the you know. What's next in life? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we've always tackled yeah. everything. And things that were, you know, revolve around his safety are more important than, you know, a lot of the other challenges you're facing. So, But I will say, the last two nights, was it? He slept on the sofa. He wanted to fall asleep on the sofa. And I'm not complaining because we've been having some issues at nighttime, like when Sean's working overnights and I'm here with the dog, that we've been running into some problems. And... Now that he wants to sleep on the couch, which is perfect, because then we can all just sleep on the couch because he doesn't really want the dog in bed, and then the dog just wants to see him, and she's already used to sleeping on the sofa next to somebody, so I feel like it would work out perfectly. As Um, she's passed out on my lap. Yeah, she's zonked right now. She's so cute. (laughs) Uh, Okay, number four, set up a safe, comfortable sleeping environment. So... I mean, I think that's pretty self-explanatory, so, I mean, I know a lot of people like to sleep with TVs on and stuff like that. No, you don't want any of that stuff. Don't set them up for that, like, early on. If you're thinking about getting a TV in your child's room, do not do it. Lights. I'm telling you now. Yeah, lights, turn the lights down, none of that stuff. Yeah, even a red light is very, very calming at nighttime. A lot of people think blue, but I've just read that the red light is, um, and I've actually done it a few times for Grayson. Do that if you have no pets at home. Run a diffuser, lavender, you know, oil, things like that. But if you do have pets at home, yeah. please, please, please make sure you check because yeah. most of them you cannot use in the home with pets. Make sure um, there's no toys in bed yeah. with them, things yeah. like that. Um, Distractions are yep. gone out of the room. Yes. Uh, next, and this is, I mean, I'm surprised I had this on, the, you know, on this list, but because it, it applies to every kid, but I thought it was important enough to put it on there. You know, avoid caffeine, yeah. sweets, screen time, things like that right before bed. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, most most people recommend that for any kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, obviously, our, our kids are so sensitive to everything that it's, it's only going to be, you know, more of an effect. 
or have more of an effect, right. excuse me, uh, on them. So, and you know, I do notice when we do get Grayson off the iPad before bed, you know, earlier on before bed, he does go to sleep a lot easier. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's good we use the bath and the, you know, brushing the teeth to extend that, like, tech-free time out and make it, you know, longer so that, you know, he has that time to come out. Yeah, yeah. And we used to also use a supplement. Um, we, we don't anymore. He's been off of it for, I'd say, about two, no, about four months um, because we started taking him off anyway even before he started coming off the vitamins on that one. Um, because one of us was in bed with him and he would sleep through the night so we didn't feel like it was needed at that time um, but it, you know if one of us is not in bed with him he is up numerous times a night um, if he goes to bed at 8 30 9 o'clock he's up by 12 12 30 then between 2 and 2 30 um, now usually if it's like after 3 30 or 4 30 usually he's pretty out for the night by that time um, but it could still happen but um, we used to use the supplement called 5-HTP, which is like when you eat turkey and you get tired, it's tryptophan just broken down into um, an easier, digestible, quicker um, compound. And, you know, we use that because it was safer. Melatonin is very safe, but it can really, you know, screw up your own body clock and your body making stop melatonin. You it, know, yeah. you keep taking it, you're dependent on it, and yeah, it's all natural, but then you stop taking it, your body's not making it anymore. So we tried to do that. And I did use the 5-HTP over the past month, like twice, um, but he still woke up. So yeah, we haven't <laughs> been using it again. Um, but it's been difficult because now we're going back to no sleep and that's been that's been really hard for me. I know, that, I know it's been hard for me. I don't know how you feel. Um, but that's been super challenging. Yeah. So. Erratic sleep patterns are definitely a tough thing to deal with. Yeah. I mean, since I work some night, you know, some nights, it's very hard on the body switching the day and the night sleeping patterns back and forth. It's forward. like I'm fine. It's just you like know, even so. like this morning, I was you know up with the dog and like I could not even keep my eyes open. Like like, like we said earlier, though, I mean consistency is like super important to getting good sleep like yeah people are more they're happier they're more productive more focused oh yeah when they sleep regularly the same time every night you know i do i know yeah, I, am. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people like give people a heart you know like look at people that are like super consistent and like kind of almost like anal about their sleeping times and stuff like that um like adults and stuff. Yeah. They look at them kind of weird, but, you know, people that do, like, you know, if they do go to bed at 10 o'clock and wake up at 6 every morning, like, or wake up, you know, go to bed at 10 o'clock and wake up at 5 in the morning every morning, like, they're generally, like I said, they're generally happier, more successful people. Yeah, and I will and I'm, say... Like, I'm not saying, like, you need more sleep or anything like that. No, but no, the no. consistency... The routine uh, for anybody is really helpful. And the thing, like, that's always been, like, with me personally is, you know, if I went to bed at 8, 9 o'clock at night and I had to, let's say, get up at 6, that would not be good enough for me. Once I'm sleeping that long, I'm absolutely exhausted and need to keep sleeping. Um, now, if I go to bed at, like, 2, 3 a.m. and wake up at, like, 7, I'm good to go. 
and I've always been that way and I think that's why I'd never gotten on a schedule but I have like even last night I had this conversation with myself actually and I'm like okay the puppy's kind of forcing me to go to sleep earlier and like you know at night when I would get a hot bath I'm not doing those things at all um and I'm just going to bed with her and I'm like thinking to myself like Alex just take advantage just take advantage of this time of getting on a schedule and honestly, just even saying that line cracks me up because I think I've been saying that for literally over 30 years <laughs> of getting on a schedule. Yeah. And I'm like, just come to terms. You're, you're probably never going to get on a schedule. Yeah. But, you know. I... <laughs> Dog woke up. If you heard her yawn just now. <laughs> so next on the list we have... Talk about sleep. That was perfect, yeah. Vina. <laughs> Sound effects. <Yes. laughs> so we have eat the right amount at the right time. So, you know, what I what I mean by that is just making sure that you don't eat too much right before bed, but making sure you don't eat too far away from bed. Like, you want to have, like, a very good... Basically making sure you have the right amount of sustenance when you go to bed. So, not being too hungry, not being too full. Um, and obviously, you know, I mean, a lot of people say don't, you know, eat a heavy meal before you go to bed for a lot of different reasons, but... <laughs> I eat a heavy we, meal before I go to bed, or I can't we, sleep. Well, I mean, we need to make sure we eat before we go to bed. Yes. Uh, well, not necessarily eat right before we go to bed but eat relatively I do yeah you know like you can't eat dinner at 6 o'clock and then go to bed at like 1 in the morning like no and go 7 hours without eating something you know what I mean yeah um so you know having making sure they have something light maybe an hour hour and a half before bed is a really is a really good thing because it's gonna help them stay sleep and sleep sound for a lot longer so next on the list we have getting enough physical activity throughout the day yeah so actually exercise is one of the most important things to actually help your sleep patterns mm-hmm. um now i know i seem to sleep better when i exercise regularly which is something i probably need to do a better job at anyway Same. but um so making sure your kids have the right amount of physical activity every day is going just to help them sleep more soundly at night. So, yeah. Uh, and last, um, this is one we know all too well. Make sure when, you know, when your kids get to the, you know, a little bit older, I would say maybe three and up, trying to definitely avoid naps later in the day. You know, if they're going to, you know, avoid naps if you can once they hit that age but if you can't try to tailor the naps to you know having them earlier in the day because the later in the day you have them you know all too well mm-hmm. and it's going to lead to the kids staying up really really late yeah <laughs> so um yeah definitely something that we go through all the time yeah. and it's hot, tough with gracing because once he starts falling asleep it's almost impossible to keep him away yeah um when he falls asleep. Oh, yeah, it's done. It's, so. He's out <laughs> within a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, so, I, I know, anytime he falls asleep, it's like, oh, great. Uh, it's almost like, <laughs> I better go take a nap right now because he's going to, like, 
keep me up half the night. So yeah. I got to get my sleep so I can prepare for it. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the list we had. If you have any comments or questions or want to share any, you know, tips that you've uh, come across that have helped you guys, please leave them in the comments. Send us an email about them. Love to hear about it. Um, you know, questions, we can bring them up on the next Q&A show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what else did you want to tell the listeners about? You guys can find us on Instagram under Building the Puzzle and Facebook, Building the Puzzle and www.buildingthepuzzle.com. And where else can they find us now? That's And we finally have our YouTube up and running. You guys can find us under Building the Puzzle. Um, actually, I think it's Autism Building the Puzzle. And we now have two videos up. One is just, you know, an intro video. And then we're also launching our podcast live that we did on Instagram previously um, on there. So you guys can watch all of that. Um, Just to let you know, it's filmed in our bedroom. So when you start seeing that pop up. The podcast ones. Yes, yes, the podcast ones. Um, But the channel, I'm sorry, is Autism Building the Puzzle. Same as the podcast. So definitely check that out. Please subscribe to us. Um, You know, it would mean the world to us. So we're just trying to get as much content out there for you guys. And we're super, super excited about it starting. It literally, um, we just launched it the other day. So definitely go and check that out. Yeah, super exciting. Really Mm -hmm. happy to see what we can do with it, where it can go. Yeah, and... um, I guess uh, that's all we have for you. Yeah. But we'll, you we'll see you in a day or two on mm-hmm. with the next episode. Thank you guys so much Take for care. tuning in. For Autism, Building the, the Puzzle, One Piece at a Time, I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson & Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, They can be reached at grayson-company.com dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys